Hey everybody, we got some exciting news. There's a brand new podcast coming from Nickelodeon that you can check out. Listen out loud, the Loud House podcast. That's right, Lincoln Loud and his sisters are starting their own podcast, and we're so excited to have them. So be sure to look out for Listen Out Loud, the brand new podcast from Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. From Nickelodeon Animation in Burbank, California, this is the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast. I'm Hector Navarro, and we have got a great episode for you today. Our guest is the actor behind some of your favorite cartoon characters of all time, Bender from Futurama, Jake the Dog from Adventure Time, Aquaman from Batman the Brave and the Bold, the Scotsman from Samurai Jack, Schnitzel from Chowder, Rico from the Penguins of Madagascar, and so many more, all voiced and performed by the same human being, an absolute legend in the industry. We've got with us today, the John DiMaggio. You just show up ready to blow up. It's, you got to be in the state of mind. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit around and do Pilates just to get, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not reciting, you know, tongue twisters and stuff like that. That's not, because, you know. That's not your style. It's not my style. I yeah. kind of just barge into the room and I'm like, I can do it louder. <laughs> do you guys need me to do it louder? And then it's, you know, and then we just go from there. When did you know you could do voices? When did you know? When I could impersonate teachers uh, when I used to impersonate, when I was a kid, I used to love c- watching comedians, and like one of my favorites was was Billy Crystal, and, yeah. and it was like Billy Crystal and George Carlin, and you know Richard Pryor and Robin Williams. They, they, those guys were like the ones, you know, like Carlin with all his voices and the way he would paint a picture, you know, paint a picture of the characters, you know, yeah. you know, all oh, those New York guys that you used to do in the bits, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and, you know, <laughs> you know, Carlin, you bastard, I'll get you, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it, that, that's where it clicked. But I used to do, I used to impersonate as a kid, the Cosell Ali thing that crystal used to do like howard cosell here abc sports tonight ali muhammad taking on joe frazier yeah what do you have to say muhammad about this fight that is coming up everybody talking about joe frazier everybody (laughs) talking about joe frazier i'm gonna knock him out like and i was this kid running around doing that yeah and and I, i just gravitated towards it I saw my sister was in a play in high school, and she, it was The Sound of Music, and I was blown away because there was kids playing, like, all the Von Trapp family members, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my, wow, I want to do that. Like, yeah. I was blown away. But then I started doing impersonations of teachers. Like, I had a teacher named Rufus Underwood in junior high school. Like, Rufus Underwood, <laughs> open your textbook to page 19. As you can see, there's a chart. And on that chart, there's a dog, cat, fish, and tuto. And, and I swear <laughs> to God, his hands were so ashy because he would like handle like hydrochloric acid, like yeah. he'd be, and he'd just get it on his hands. He'd be like, "Oh, that's all right. We were so, <laughs> fine." You know, like, hydrochloric he, acid he on just, his hands. His, just mitts. Yeah, just mitts. But he was, yeah, he was a, he was funny. And then I used to work with a guy. It, actually, his name was Manny at the Pathmark at the at the uh, grocery store I, I worked in mm-hmm. in high school. And Manny had a Manny had a speech impediment. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not making fun of speech impediments, but Manny would say, 
you know, Manu always was drinking orange juice. He was that orange juice drinking guy. Mm-hmm. You know, remember those guys that used to like just like I gotta have orange juice, and like they drank too much orange juice, and it's just like <laughs> you shouldn't drink too much orange juice. Like, what are you doing? But this guy was always like, Hey, John, do me a favor, go down to the dairy aisle, get me some orange juice. <laughs> and then he would get on the intercom, and you know, be like, John, pick up on local, please, John, local. And then I would call back, and I'd be like, Manny, pick up on local, please, Manny, local. I would like, and, and people oh, like. All the people in the, that worked there were like, ah! yeah, <laughs> they didn't know. it was That's ridiculous. Great. That's great. But like, I used to do that stuff all the time, and I mean, I used to, I used to impersonate comedians that I loved, yeah. and, and so it just all kind of happened. But then, you know, I was in a theater program in high school, and then I went to I went to Rutgers. I went to their the Mason Gross School of the Arts. Like, they, like at the time, it was like one of the top five theater schools in the country. Wow. And I got in with a C plus average and on the audition. <laughs> And I eventually flunked out um, (laughs) because I'm just not a good student. Then I started doing stand-up with a guy from school that I knew. And we created this comedy team called Red Johnny and the Round Guy. And we we lasted about six years. But by the time we were done, Mm -hmm. we were like the, the act in New York City that no one wanted to follow. The only guy that would follow us was Chappelle because he was just like, okay, I have to learn how to master this this beast, you know, because we were just high energy and we would close the show and it'd just be like, okay, this audience has had it. They're done. They're finished. He would come on and be like, all right, everybody calm down. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and just he figured out how to change the energy of an act that was just boom, you know, would end on just like the 4th of July, you know, fireworks. (laughs) And so that's what, you know, that's when we were done, that's what he was doing. And then while I was here, like while I was breaking up the act, while the act was dissolving, I was trying to figure out a way to to get by. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do more acting work. So Mm -hmm. I started auditioning for acting work in New York, but I also started doing voiceover auditions because I asked a friend of mine, Zach Orth, um, Google him. You you know who he is. He's a revolution and all that stuff. He's he's been around, but he was doing a play at Lincoln Center, and he was the show ended. And I'm like, dude, how do you make ends meet in between I, yeah. theater gigs? How do you get like, by? You yeah. know. And he was like, oh, dude, I do voiceover commercials. I was like, really? And I had been doing commercials, and I was like, oh, man, I don't really like doing this because you know you're walking down the street in new york city and somebody's just like hey the cheeseburger guy that's the cheeseburger guy right here look at this guy oh man i love that cheeseburger hey all right you know nobody wants to deal with that so it's just like you know but they who, who doesn't love that paycheck so i went and talked to my manager she got me in touch with a voiceover agent who happened to go to school with my older sister I found this out after the fact, and then I became like Jenny's younger brother. <laughs> I wasn't John DiMaggio, the You're client. Jenny's I was like, brother. Jenny's younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a voiceover agent within a week and booked my first spot I auditioned for. I love, I know that voice. It's Thank you. so good. We're approaching our fifth year, uh, fifth, year. fifth year, fifth year anniversary. Yeah, this is crazy. And there's, I know that there's so much footage, and there was, there were talks about you guys, you know, that you guys could have done twenty sequels and all these different things. And it's like, as I was watching it, you know, you come to the realization there is so much about this facet of the entertainment industry that is so interesting and you know you could do so much with it and you could yeah. absolutely every single yeah. person you talk to is so brilliant it's, it's a valentine it's yeah. valentine and my peers thank absolutely. you for very much absolutely. but we're, we're actually working on developing a series and honestly you know i'm just like 
I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Sure. I think that it should be done. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just worried because, yeah. for one, it's just, it, it's very personal. Um, I mean, you're in it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm in it, but it's just like there's, there's, it's, it, it's very personal and it's just like, I'm just, I don't want it to fail. I don't want it to, yeah. you know, that fear of failure. I mean, that's really straight up. You know, that's what I'm worried about. What has it been like to see the internet and the fandom explode and this sort of instantaneous well, I, feedback? It's, it's, it, it, you know, pe the people that were in the film, a lot of them have been experiencing people like coming up to them, like, yeah. hey, man, I saw you and I know that voice. And I just want to yeah, say, like, because it's their face, for you the know, first it's, time. Yeah. it's their face for the first time. And I, and that's one of the things that I wanted to accomplish with the movie in the first place, not to, you know, expose someone's anonymity <laughs> because the anonymity of being a voice actor is Awesome. It's great. And I, can you talk, to, yeah. I can go to Ralph in the nastiest sweats and go like buy like, you know, something bad. <laughs> like, you know, like go to like the deli section and like, you know, give me half that, you know, half that honey baked ham and just walk out. And I think that's someone's bit. Yeah. <laughs> talking. I think Patton Oswald. I think that came from the back of my mind. <laughs> the sweatpants and the ham in the grocery store. Yeah. That's what you can do. But, like, I was just, like, I just needed to expose everybody and yeah. just be, like, look, everybody's got to see. You got to get, I want people to clap for you. I want no. people to go, hey, they may not remember your name, but they go, I, I, know, I know who you are. You do that thing, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it makes me happy. And, to, to you know, to have someone exchange that with you. Is is really wonderful. It's That's just, I mean, listen, the actors are fun. They're they're they're, they're I almost slipped. <laughs> actors are uh, needy. Is all hell. Don't uh, I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Even the most calm, even the most you know reserved. Mm -hmm. There's always a need for someone to go give you a slow clap. You know, just yeah. be like, woo. Yeah. You're the man, dude. I mean, like, I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know, it it, it's, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, and I just wanted to do that for my friends and my peers. I think for fans of animation, one of the thrills of getting to see voice actors do their thing, like in person on video, you know, to see is to see a regular human being and then just just slip right into it because it's such an amazing skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, and it's it's one thing to hear your favorite voice actors in a podcast interview, like in this format. Right. But I, I'm trying to tell the listeners <clears throat> right now. It's another thing to be. No, sitting next to this guy John DiMaggio that, and then he goes right into there, it you there's know? a there's a real I mean that's that's the ju that's the part of it that's the magic yeah and then the other part is the in-between takes mm -hmm. with the with this room full of people that's where some of the best magic happens yeah I mean Manny's sitting in here looking at me laughing because <laughs> he knows Manny is the engineer of the of the session by the mm -hmm. way and he works here at Nickelodeon and he's seen everything he's <laughs> he knows everything these guys keep tapes yeah like they keep recordings yeah. so that when they retire they're like I got the greatest outtake. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it, you know. Yeah. Nine ninety nine. It's a bargain. <laughs> I'm doing my retirement fund. It's going right into the fund. Yeah, you guys are all keeping him well paid, so he doesn't do that stuff now, that, right? Yeah. Right, no, right no, no, now. No, no. When he's when he's done, it's a wrap. Dude. It's yeah, out. I, I want it out. John, you've done tons of voices for Nickelodeon shows. I'm looking at a couple. Yeah. Of Sanjay and Craig. Oh, Sanjay and Craig, Pick Up Banana Cricket. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we had so much fun. And 
and it was cool because I was like, I wasn't like, you know, one of the one of the big roles on that, but right. I was definitely playing second, third, fourth banana, <laughs> coming in and just being like, you know, and Dimaggio comes in to pinch hit, and oh, and that's why I was out of, and that's a straight up double line drive out of, you know, and it was, it was, I mean, that was it, like, you know, and it's on Sanjay and Craig, you know, Penny's like, you know, he talks like this. Welcome, wing lovers. I hereby declare the Frycade's new toilet wing open with our new spicy, tangy, spangy sauce. Enjoy them once on the way in and once on the way out. Then pig open Banana Cricket, I got to do Burger Stein, which was really <laughs> just basically... It was just, a, it was all gibberish. Oh, wow. And so they would just, they would just go, all right, just go ahead. Go. go ahead, John. Here you go. And, you know, it's just, I love that. You've done, you were Yum Yum on Fanboy and Chum Chum. You were Zeno, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You were Fung and Kung Fu Panda, Legends of Awesomeness. You oh, were, God. You were, you were actor tough. You were actor tough in Avatar The Last Airbender in a great episode. I love that. Actor tough was great. Uh, you're Rico in The Penguins, hey, man. I'm on, you know, it's in the wild Rico, when he sings, we made it. When Rico sings, he sounds like um, Michael McDonald. Yeah, when he sings to his dog. And the funny thing was, was like I always had to regurgitate things. Mm -hmm. And the woman that directed directed us, Lisa Schaefer, mm -hmm. uh, great uh, voiceover director. She's in the movie. I know that voice. Um, <laughs> she's really she can't hear puke sounds you know like because i can do really good puke sounds yeah. now because i had to for that so like yeah. i can oh oh my god uh, 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 you know like anybody like everybody in the room is kind of going stop it yeah dude, stop it. and so like she would just be like okay that's enough that's we got it we got it we got it we got it just, you know. What's it been like to to be on a, a relatively new hit show, The Loud House? It's great. Yeah. Um, the fact that the that the show is so uh, diverse. Yeah. That just makes me really happy. You know, it's fun playing the you know the neighbor. Once ag once again, yeah, and Dimaggio coming in <laughs> in the seventh inning to pinch hit. You know, it's just like it's it's just another one of those one of those banana rolls that I get to play. Yeah, and it's and it's you know, how loud? Hey, give me some of your lasagna. You know, just like it's just <laughs> I'll do it for lasagna if you make me a pan of that. I like that win. It's just it, I get to be the cranky neighbor yeah. and I get to interact with the kids. I've worked with that crew for a long time. Yeah. Like, we've done a bunch of stuff together. So it's really nice when you work with folks and you get to work with them again. It really makes you feel like, wow, I'm, I belong here. I'm doing, I'm, I'm in it. Okay, we covered the cash register and the gas pumps and stacking the jerky. Last thing you need to know is how to adjust the expiration date. There we go. Now it's good till Christmas. Isn't that against the law? Did I say it was time for a Q&A? Now. You boys think you're ready to take charge? You best, yes, sir! Good. As an extra incentive, whoever's doing the best job is gonna get promoted to manager. I'll be in the back. But Flip's eyes and ears are everywhere. So put on a good show, huh? You played the Joker in Batman Under the Red Hood. Yeah. This is just a little tangent. I love that version Thank of you. the Joker, and I love that movie so, so much. Still to this day, one of my favorite like direct-to-video. Thank you. I have so many friends that haven't seen it yet, and I'll throw it on. I'm like, you, you, we got to do this. So what was it like to do the Joker? Um, it was a real thrill. 
It was really awesome. It's um, dark. On yeah, it was, and I wasn't the first choice. Mm. I came in. They brought me in like to the rescue because <laughs> the guy they had like wasn't really used to doing voiceover mm. and would get it in rehearsal and couldn't get it when they were rolling, and it became a problem. Yeah. So Andrea Romano. Andrea Romano, who is now the best, kind of, and unfortunately, kind of got forced into retirement because she had a she has a, a degenerative thing happen with her eye. She lost the sight in one eye, so mm. she's like, "I'm retiring. I was going to do it in two and a half years, but I'm doing it now so I can so I can see things. <laughs> so I'm going on the road. I'm going. Me and the hubs are getting in the RV and we're rolling <laughs> out. I got things to look at. But she brought me in, and um. And we were just like, okay, and uh, and we just rolled with it. And it wasn't like we went from a laugh. Like, I didn't even audition. They just brought me in like, okay. And, really? Yeah, and, yeah, and I came in, and I did it. Like, you know, I started to do it, and it was like, okay, yeah, this is on. This is going to work. Yeah. This is going to this is gonna be okay. You know, he's, he's very, very, um, do you mind if I have a glass of water? Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. It's chilling. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he can just say, oh, I think I'm going to hit you with that crowbar now. <laughs> you know, yeah. If there's any, if there's any doubt that John DiMaggio is an incredible actor, I feel like that Thanks. piece of animation That's is just a great, it's a because it just shows so much of your range, so it's, much of, you know. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, this, th that Joker is, um. Like, nobody talks about how deranged and what a psychopath the Joker is. I mean, now it's kind of, they kind of approached it in the, you know, the past two incarnations. Mm -hmm. but, but you can go to those places with some of those characters. Yeah. You can, yeah. And, and that's really, I mean, he is just deranged and, 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 and ready to kill mm -hmm. uh, in, a, in, a, in a second or make it last for a long mm -hmm. time and enjoy it. All right, and John, I'm yeah, going to have to ask you to stop. That's, it's, yeah, it's that's creepy gross, me out. right? It's, it's creepy. Yeah, and yeah. It's like to put yourself there in the studio and and do it. Yeah. And the laugh came naturally. The laugh from the text alone, from what we were doing, it was just like, okay, now I got to do the iconic Joker laugh. And yeah. it's like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? And, it's, and, it, and it just dawned on me. It's just like, just laugh. And it was... Yeah, it's creepy. It was creepy, and it was it was really a treat to do. And, and it's then, like you know, and fortunately, everybody gets you know, everybody gets a shot. Really, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like Hamlet. Yeah. It's like Macbeth. It's you know, it's the Joker. It's an it's an icon. You know, I mean, it's one of those characters mm -hmm. that you know, people. You know, and and I got you know. Listen, when Mark Hamill says. John, I loved your Joker. I loved your Joker. I'm like, that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. And so, you know, so any Mark Hamill fans out there, <laughs> eat it. Because <laughs> I get a lot of slack and I'm like, will you check the picture? Will you look? There's a there's a picture somewhere with me, him and me like, yay! <laughs> Some of these characters that are so iconic or that they're so malleable, the flip side of that and this is what I love about animation. The total polar opposite is Aquaman. Is your Aquaman, yeah. Batman, Brave and the Bold. What a fun... That was a blast. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. I love that character. And I'm going to say right now, if Jason Momoa doesn't say outrageous in Justice League or his Aquaman movie, 
missed opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity. Miss, missed opportunity. You have to say outrageous. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's really, when you say outrageous, yes, you, you really have to say it. You know, and he, and he doesn't have to be all bombastic about no, no, it. No, no, no. It's just, just got to be, I mean, under his breath. Yes. Under his breath. You get it, John. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but uh, you know, just as a little, just as a little shout out to the previous incarnation of yes. Aquaman, and it was so much fun. I mean, you know, those guys, they 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 really did a great job. Um, that was such a brilliant, brilliant version, mm-hmm. campy version of Batman. So you great. know, and 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 Diedrich Bader was unbelievable as yeah. Batman. I came in second for Batman. It was up. It was wow. me and him, and they were like, you know what, we we're gonna go with Diedrich. Uh-huh. But as a consolation prize, <laughs> you're going to be Aquaman. Yeah, and it was like, really? Oh, that's really cool, man. Yeah. And uh, and we had so much fun with it. And it was so broad, and it was so theatrical and campy, and w- it was wonderful. Yeah. It was just such a blast. Like all the songs, all the songs. Oh man! So all the musical theater stuff came back. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I did musical theater. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did a couple of plays. You know, that I had to sing, and I can do that. And so to get to to get to sing and stuff, and I mean the vigilante, like you know, gray and blue. Remember that jam? That yeah. was me. I did a country song, damn it, on a cartoon. John, another one of my favorite shows. Look at me. Come on. I'm what? such a nerd. I love Samurai Jack so much. Yeah, and that we, was... Come on. The Scotsman. The Scotsman was, dude, I mean, like... Such a great character. I forgot it was you. I forgot it was yeah? John DiMaggio. Because really? to me, the Scotsman is the Scotsman. To me, I'm like, they must have got some guy from Scotland and, and nah, flew him in to I, do this one I, character. I, and I lucked that's, out. I that's... lucked out. My 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 half-assed Scottish accent <laughs> got the job done. Here's my question for you. Do you have a favorite insult that the Scotman slung well, to the Samurai? Well, no, it was the, last, it, was the, it was the last insult that I can't even remember it. If you had it written out. I do. Give it to me. I absolutely do give because it to me. I'm a professional. Oh, my God. So here Good is. Good for you. That's. Here we go. My man. Oh. <clears throat> ha ha! What do you think of that, Mr. Pajama wearing basket face? Slipper wielding, clipe bleep, buckle, gather up and bleat more, bleeding, gummel, jissy, oaf looking, schooner, yaf, pukish, and milk drinking, soy face, chill pit, mini mooth, sniveling, warm eyed, hot and black, vile, stuchy, calibrate, tatty. Uh, I don't think I've ever smiled harder in my life, yeah, John. That's, that's oh my god! If you want me to say something, bring the script. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Oh, that was a Thank highlight you. of my life, John. Nah, that was on. that was amazing. Nah, that was that's, that's, so much that's, fun. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a, that was a re cold reading. That was amazing. I, I reread that cold. Yes, you did. Um, well, you're welcome for bringing no, it in. Thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. That made me. That made me very happy. It brought me back. I love that. Was a, that was a. That was such a fun. That was such a fun character to do. But you know the the first episode, where speaking of Kevin Michael Richardson, mm-hmm. there was a character in that that spoke gibberish. Mm-hmm. And it was and it was, it was him. Like a, it was like a gator. Was <laughs> like a yeah. It was the funniest the Cajun. Oh, yeah, it was a bounty and, and, and you could hear it. Mm-hmm. You could hear the Cajun mm-hmm. in the gibberish. In the gibberish, it was genius. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We love that. What was going through your head when you heard 
first time Futurama was coming back, that it was coming oh, back. Oh, it was, I mean, listen, the thing came back to life like three times, three, yeah. four times. And it was like, it, it was always just like, wow, I can't believe this is, you know, this is great. Yeah. We get to play with the, you know, and the thing is, is that group of people, they're very dear to me, that cast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's really fantastic that uh, we've been able to play together this long. But what's also really nice is, I don't know if you've heard, um, n- uh, Matt Groening's doing a new show for Netflix. I have not heard this. What? I have not They heard made the this. announcement last week. It's called Disenchantment. And so basically, we got the band back together. Like nice. a, a lot of people from Futurama Love uh, are are in it. And uh, I mean, it's Tress McNeil, uh, <clears throat> Maurice LaMarche, mm. Billy West, uh, myself, David Herman, who is just one of the funniest people yeah. on the planet. I can't sing his praises enough. Yeah, Michael Bolton. Um, that's it, Michael yeah. Bolton from <laughs> Office Space. If, you, if you're trying to put a name to a face, that's yeah. that's immediately where you go, and then yeah. people go, "Oh my God, that guy's brilliant! That guy's yeah. funny as hell!" You know, Matt TV alum. He's he's mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. He's on Bob's Burgers. He's on everything. King of the King of the Hill. He's been <laughs> on all the big animated shows. Yeah, um, because he's brilliant. Also, uh, like Rich Rich Vulture, Lucy Montgomery, Rich Vulture from The Mighty Boosh. Um, Remember the Mighty Boosh from mm-hmm. the BBC? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, he's doing it, and he's actually got one of his one of the castmates, one of the original guys, like Mighty Boosh, to come in and do some stuff. Cool. Um, and uh, the lead characters are played by uh, Nat Faxon, um, Eric Andre, nice. and Abby Jacobson from Broad City. And I play her dad. <laughs> so it's really exciting. we got to talk about the beginnings of Bender. Is yeah. it safe to say Futurama was your first big sort of oh, like... Oh, definitely. Life-changing, game-changing Absolutely. Yeah. It was the first thing I became a, a regular on. Yeah. I've been doing like a lot of other gigs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I've been, I've been working, but I hadn't, you know, and people started hearing about it, But that opened doors. And since then, Forget John, you it. have been a staple of the animation world. I've had a pretty good run. Yeah. Well, tell us where the voice of Bender came from, because I got a question concerning that, but, but, right. wh- but where did this, the voice come from? Th- it's, three, it's a combination, it's originally a combination of three voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's at every drunk at the end of a bar on the east, <laughs> on the, like the northeast coast, like, you uh-huh. know, I don't know what are you talking about? <laughs> I want another drink. Everybody in this place is going to get punched in the mouth. <laughs> Because I don't know about you people, <laughs> but you know that guy. Okay. Then there's um, Slim Pickens, Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. You know Bill what Brooks, in yeah. the hell in the wide wide world of sports is it going on? <laughs> so, buddy of mine from college, Ralph Colombino, used to do this character called Charlie the Sausage Guy. He would do this thing and it would crack me up, and I would start to mimic him, and. Charlie, Charlie, sausage, sausage, load, love sausage, sausage, fun to have fun to hold, you got all kinds of sausage, you have a, uh, Italians have a hard salami, you have a, you have a capicoli, you can do all kinds of, uh, prosciutto's not really a sausage, but, uh, but it's still delicious because it's a pork product, but, uh, Germans have worse, worse, so he would do this thing, and it would crack me up, he runs now, he runs a theater, for kids in New Jersey that's actually pumping out like these really great like young method actors. He's he's that's amazing. Great. But that's anyway, great. that's where that that's you throw those three in a in a blender mm-hmm. and you get bender. You know, there, there's a couple little things you throw into. You add a little funk to it, mm-hmm. you know, put a little scoop of funk. Mm-hmm. You know, the later years, you know, that after the first season 
Bender started to get, you know, his funkometer went up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then you, uh, you put in a little Archie Bunker. Will you, come on, will you? You know, you know, oh, jeez, oh, what are you doing? That sort. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, added stuff. But that was, that's really the core of it. That's the core of it. Well, my question was, why was your buddy doing this? Charlie the Sashes. Where did that come from? Because what was that? we were high. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted to what, know. What do you Thank think? You. <laughs> Bunch of theater guys hanging out, goofing off, doing characters. We were like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, was- all right, dude, check this one out. Check this one out. Ooh. <laughs> Charlie the Sausage Guy. Oh, I love sausage, sausage. <laughs> we were like, yeah, dude, that was the greatest thing. We got to talk about Jake a little bit. Jake the dog. Adventure time. Yeah, I want to know. Screw that guy. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. No, I'm kidding. Jake is me with a hug around it. You know, so basically, it's kind of like, you know, if I had a blanket on, I'd just give myself a hug. You know, hey, how you doing? You know, so, oh, dude, come on. Totally math, dude. It's just like, oh, bro, you know, Lady Rainicorn is my girlfriend. She's all right. <laughs> what is so interesting to me about Adventure Time and what I want to know is your take on the fandom. Because the fandom to me of Adventure Time is so beautiful and so cool and so interesting. And it blew they're, up. They're dedicated. Yeah wonderful fans and now fans of that show are fans of steven universe yeah and that show is you know i mean rebecca sugar brilliant wrote so many of the great songs from adventure time yeah and now she's i mean you know steven universe is her baby and and that's just and I it's mean, so that's cool just that blowing up but 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 it those characters and that animation mm-hmm. lend lend themselves to cosplay so much mm-hmm. and you know that's 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 how these folks really you know show their appreciation you know when just like i was saying before man you know i'm at a convention and people show up and they're you know they're dressed as you know Mar- Mar- you know marceline and marshall lee like you know like a you know cute you know nerdy couple they're just doing their thing and i'm yeah. just like man that's that's awesome that is awesome that you guys share in that and are committed to that yeah you know and it and that just goes to show how really how much people really love this stuff and it I always appreciate that and you know I think that you said it real quick too that I want to touch on is that like you said that fans of that show are now following Rebecca Sugar that we get to a point in animation where fans know not just voice actors the show runners, oh, yeah. you know what I mean they follow that which is so cool Absolutely. it's so cool for artists and yeah it's great you know it's a, it, it's a real community people are mm-hmm. helping each other you know people are boosting each other up you know people are surrounding themselves yeah. with brilliant people that eventually go on to do their own thing you know and that's it's just that's just it I am a big fan of your reputation as being the blackest white guy <laughs> in VO. Like that, like that. Hey you... man, let me tell you something, man. These cracker ass crackers—they don't know nothing. So it's like you voice these black characters, you voice black guys, and like what you're in is to go into some of these characters and I feel like one of the things you do that I love is you always just go man just you know white people man, that's your that's your <laughs> that is my end if I can start talking about how lame white people are and it's a white and they guy. really are and they really are I grew up listen where I grew up I was the minority where I grew up so I saw fr- from a different standpoint you know just what was happening yeah and and a lot of my peers growing up were black so it just, it, it's a different approach. It's mm-hmm. not not too many 
I mean, there are there are a lot of white people that grew up in black neighborhoods. Yeah, but but it's a different. It's just a different thing. You were just absorbing that and just yeah. Sort of, you know, no, and that's and that's what and I heard. And, and yeah, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that. You know, can I can I hear a little bit of the Barry? Are you still doing the Barry White to warm up? Can I be present while you do that? Ah, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College. Cordially invite you. If they cordially invite your ass, come on down. Let's roll, let's roll again. Roll again. Ah, this is Barry White. And Paul Quinn College cordially invites you this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th for a beautiful weekend in Waco, Texas <laughs> with tennis tournament and sh- <laughs> I just, I love that Barry White bit so much. The it's Barry just White like bit is, it's one of the, it's one of the funniest outtakes. Yeah. Because of it, I, and w- really what it is, is his perseverance at trying to get the job done. <laughs> when you hear it, you have to also remember that this was, these were the days when, you couldn't edit on the fly. Sure. You know, like, you know, if he's doing that for an hour, you know, the editor, the engineer is going to be able to edit it all down yeah. into not into the the thing. You had to get in like one take. No, you, and and so and if you had to edit it, you had to cut the tape yeah. with a razor blade <laughs> and tape it to the you had to the get it right. It took, you had yeah. to get it right from the front to the back. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's just a poorly written yeah. piece of script. <laughs> oh yes. And Barry is just not He's having tearing it. Into it. And it's just it's it's unbelievable. And then when I do the impression, it's just like this pale white guy. <laughs> and then you know Barry White, you know the Walrus of Love. His yeah. voice is kind of you know coming out. You've done so many different types of characters. We, you know, we talked about the the comedic ones, the ones for little kids, the dark ones. Is there something that you're still like? I would love to do something like this. You know what? I think I've had a really good run, and I don't really, I don't really want for anything. I would love to play the Joker again. I'd love to get a shot, like one shot at Batman. Yeah, just for the just just to just mm. to have it on the. Mm. Just to notch I, I, it. I've been to Batman. Jo- yeah. jo- you know, Joker, Batman. I've been fortunate enough to play some roles and and create like these things that people are blown away by. And and I don't need to. But if you if if you put a gun to my head, I'd mm-hmm. say like to play the Joker again. Yeah. And eh, get a shot at Batman one sure. more time. See if I can get it. See, yeah. You know. But <laughs> you know that's if, if it doesn't happen, I'm. It's all right. You can feel. Hey man, I got a pension. It's all good. Been working hard for a long time. I'm gonna get some money into my life. Be like, hey suckers, I'm done with all you crackers. This is a wrap. I'm, I'm gonna get my social security. I'm gonna get my pension, and I saved up a little bit of money. I'm gonna be all right. Sell everything. Go to move to Hawaii. Yeah, get a hula girl. I still be with my wife and everything. But I get a hula girl anyway. Just do the dance on the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the you got the face palm from Manny. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, then I stopped. John, wow. Um, I mean, I think we we got we got something. It's there. Yeah, we got it. You this got was, it. This yeah. has been a blast, man. Thank you so much for answering my no, my li- totally I just fanboy out on nah, you this entire totally time. Cool. Like you know. No, nah, kidding. And follow me on, on Twitter at the John DiMaggio. <laughs> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was our hilarious conversation with John DiMaggio, legend 
of the industry. Thank you so much, John, for coming in. It was a blast to be able to talk to you and have you essentially crack this up for an hour. So thanks again, John DiMaggio. Guys, you're not going to want to miss an episode of the podcast, so please subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to visit us online at nickanimationpodcast.com for more episodes and tons of cool behind-the-scenes bonus content like a picture of me and John DiMaggio himself. Thanks to the awesome crew who puts this podcast together. This podcast is produced by Jonathan Highlander, Dana Vasquez Eberhardt, Tony Gutierrez, Jamie Goss, and Andrew Hubner. Original music by Useful Creatures. This week's episode edited by Jonathan Highlander and Josh Caldwell. Our social media team is Narbe Manassians, Sammy Armiger, and David Watson. Mandy Grijalva is our engineer, and unfortunately he had to excuse himself because he peed his pants, laughing so hard at John DiMaggio. So thanks, John. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast, and keep watching cartoons. <laughs>